and welcome to Jumpstart Weekly, the podcast where every week we read all of the chapters of Shonen Jump on Viz's website, as well as another collected volume of manga. I'm your host, Jeremy. And I'm your host, Kevin. And this week we read volume three of One Punch Man. Mm-hmm. Because we hadn't read One Punch Man since before the pandemic. Several years before the pandemic. I, I think, think it was... one years before the pandemic. I think it was a few months before the pandemic. I thought but... it was 2018. No, I'm pretty sure it was 2019. Okay, that's fair. Before that, before the pandemic, though, that caused City Z to be abandoned. <laughs> we have Shannon Jump. What did you think of Shannon Jump this week, Kevin? So I actually, I think this was a really good showing for most of Shonen Jump. And then there's just, you know, the, like, unlike a really good week where even the stuff at the bottom was really good, I felt like there was, you know, like 70, 75% of the magazine was actually really solid. And then the last of it was just like, eh. I can agree with that. We will start with Jujutsu Kaisen Chapter 227, Inhuman Miyaki Shinjuku Showdown Part 5, which is just a Dragon Ball fight. This is what I want my Jujutsu Kaisen to be, just fighting for panel after panel. Yeah, but there's not a whole lot of fighting going on. There's a lot of staring at one another. Yeah, Dragon Ball fight, Kevin. Yeah. I was like, I would, I would prefer a panel where they actually do some fighting, but this was like, I think three punches got thrown. Okay, maybe it's just a... a I feel like this is the most fighting they've done this entire five-chapter fight. Probably, which, well... I mean, there was the whole thing where they were throwing buildings at each other, which was pretty cool. So, yes, there was not physical. Stop fighting. That's Kingdom Heartsing at each I know, other for but... a minute. Again, back to Dragon yes, Ball Yes, back to Dragon Ball fights. But three punches were thrown, and I feel like that was it. I felt like it was a lot of, like, oh, my God, he's going to use his domain expansion. Oh, no, it didn't work. Oh, wait, he's going to change up how it works. And oh, yeah. Like, that was the whole chapter. For sure, we still got more of that. But, Kevin, there's three punches in a row, which I think is more punches this entire five-part fight has had. I'm not I'm not defending this five part fight. I was like this fight wasn't anything to write home about either. I it did not rank super high for me, but mm-hmm. it's just more what I wanted from Jujutsu Kaisen. Okay. Is there anything else you wanted to say on it? No. Next up we have Icehead Gill chapter two, uh, Memories and Liches. What did you think of Icehead Gill this week, Kevin? I've immediately reversed my decision and no longer like Icehead Gill. <laughs> that strong? That strong. I don't know. Just something just something about it just absolutely rubbed me the wrong way where I was like I know this is a chapter two, but the fact that it's like, oh no, we need to save, you know, we need to save this lady. Uh, she's dead. Liches can only possess corpses. Why Why are we so concerned about the dead person? I mean, that's interesting to me because my feelings on chapter two are exactly the same as my feelings on chapter one of, mm-hmm. well, I guess this chapter doesn't actually matter or yes. show us anything about what's going on, which is how I felt about chapter one. Yes, so I I now align with your thing of I was like ah oh, this seems cool then I was like ah oh, never mind that was just that was just the glimmer of like ooh new shiny thing and then I looked at it and I was like oh this is tinfoil. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to say on Icehead Gill? Nope. Next up we have Martial Master Asami Round Three All Rounder. I think this at least continues to be pretty good. Yes, I am actually liking Martial Master Asami. I thought this was neat. I think the cliffhanger at the end really pulls this out of settling into like, which it would be fine. We've enjoyed it so far. Yes. If it would settle, it would be fine. But I feel like that like twist at the end with his presumably brother showing up. Yeah, I'm guessing be- it's his older brother. And being in MMA already like really like adds the extra oomph to this chapter it needs. Yeah, because uh, especially it felt like the rest of his family like didn't know that he was training. Like they knew he was training with his grandpa, but they didn't realize what he was doing. And so his brother coming out and being like, oh, yeah, he's using our fast, our household martial arts. Like, 
but you know he's just lazy and only wants to do ground fighting. Yeah, he just doesn't practice striking. It's not that he's not that our style doesn't have it. Yeah, it's that he doesn't want to do it. So I, I thought that was I thought that was really cool, and that was a really good cliffhanger to be like, especially not especially him not calling out what his relation is like him not saying brother or whatever just him calling it out like is he a brother-in-law just you know, just a dude that knows his grandpa and they train together that, is but, it his dad maybe i don't know but, how old the guy is he's referenced an older brother before in a way that made it seem like he's dead okay. so so maybe maybe it's his older brother um yeah. but yeah a, a very interesting and i i liked it as well as the all right i just need to last a little bit longer did you reset the clock did, did you add time? Yeah, two minutes was too easy. We're going for three now. <laughs> Next up, we have Sakimoto Days, Days 125, my turn. What did you think of Sakimoto Days this week, Kevin? I actually really liked the fight scene in this. I thought it was really cool with... I kind of liked the willpower trumps technique at a certain point. Like, yeah, sure, you've got this amazing technique that's super hard to deal with, but uh, I just punch it. And just him, like blasting his through his way through all of the the road signs and her just being like hey, you goddamn meathead i hate when i have to fight a shonen boy yes i thought it was very good and also with the i know i'm not fit to be an assassin i keep trying to protect these civilians and i liked how he was like i i don't have the guts to do what nagumo does or i didn't have the resolve to do what nagumo does and just become an assassin or the guts to be sakamoto and just <laughs> quit cold turkey and stop doing it yeah, I thought that was all good. And the ending's pretty fun, too. With yes. Him coming in like, now you're fighting me now would be a cool thing to, <laughs> to say. say. <laughs> you're fighting me now, but holy <laughs> shit, are you fucking terrifying. Next up, we have Undead Unlock number 165. As it stands, you are. I mean, this is fine. Yeah, I, I liked it. I liked the, the movie stuff, and I really liked the, you know, she like comes off as this badass and then is like, oh, no, they still have the exact same relationship. She's just more badass now, but like when she's not with him which was very funny yeah also liked fuko being like ah oh, sweet you already learned the lesson so she just doesn't even get in the ring to fight him <laughs> yeah that and billy who gets knocked out immediately like i didn't even get to do shit <laughs> yep well he learned that lesson don't let the negator do anything yep anything else you want to say on it nope uh next we have blue box number 107 your style of love chi which was very fun it was very fun, very cute. I loved the the friend teasing her at the the restaurant. Cafe. Cafe. I also love the food friend just buying more and more food. Yes. Like, well, come on, I don't get to celebrate you having a boyfriend every day. Yeah. You know, like I, I have been I haven't had any cause for celebration, so screw my diet. I am going to be buying all of the things. It was very nice and I, I liked the uh wait, aren't you living together? And uh, her admitting, like, I kind of want to, like, hold his hand or maybe touch his hair. And she's like, ah, you're so pervy. Like, that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, of course, that's where you're going. Very fun. Yes. Next up, we have a Kanabanishi Story 68, When Feelings Get Too Strong, which I liked, but it's just a beat chapter. It is. And I think it per is perfectly fine to have that here, but it just, like... It's good it's good for the overall story, but as a chapter, it's kind of nothing. I still really liked it. I, I think I was kind of judging it a bit along the for the overall story, but I really liked the again again, I've been really liking the the other guy that's not currently participating in this competition, like his thoughts on the matter of like, well, of course she doesn't look super happy yet. Even though yes, she's winning, she hasn't won yet. Her true opponent hasn't gone. Yeah. He is making for a good commentary piece. Mm-hmm. 
I, I think the manga is really well constructed. Yeah. And I think this is the right time for this chapter. Mm-hmm. But like you said, I thought it was a very good shonen jump. And yep. this is literally just a beat. And we're delaying in the end by showing all of her like housemates watching her on. Like they spend plenty of time on that. Yeah. Which is not wrong. It's just there for pacing, though. Like yep. this chapter exists for nothing to happen for a moment. That, yes, that is true. Although I do like her master coming in and being like, oh, what story did a teacher? Changing tea. Oh, and like that's when he's like, oh, I better sit down and watch this shit. Yep. Next up, we have Elusive Samurai, chapter 116, UNK 1337. What did you think of Elusive Samurai this week, Kevin? I liked it even with the poop jokes. I mean, at least the poop jokes here, like it's the appropriate time for poop jokes because they are science, like they're Dr. Stone style, right? Yes. So, and that's what I meant by I liked it even with the poop jokes. So like that, that did hurt it slightly but i still really liked the the sciencing of the figuring out nitrates and the bit at the end when he takes off his mask and the girl is like holy shit he's hot <laughs> i did he, like that even smeared in shit my note was oh no he's hot <laughs> <laughs> why do you wear the mask oh it's cooler inverse ninja you know dr community ninja rules one day i can just take off the mask and no one will know who i am yes Last but not least, we have Mission Yozakura Family, Mission 184, Operation Capture Alpha, which was fine, I thought. Yeah, I liked it. I liked that their plan was to essentially guilt trip the the two into getting caught. Yeah. Kingo and Shion. But they, like, still having to, you know, we have a thing of now we now we know how to reverse bad alpha kind of thing. So I thought with that frogs, was, with apparently. frogs, apparently. I think that's kind of funny that, like, Oh, that, you know, like, I hate frogs, and, like, he still knows all this information about it was just very funny. Yeah, I thought it was fine. Yeah. Before we move on to Jump Card, I just wanted to talk about Mashal for a moment, since mm-hmm. we got the final chapter mm-hmm. of Mashal. Uh, what did you think of the last chapter, Kevin? I really liked it, actually. I really liked the the bit with Mash not showing up to be the Vitant Visionary and be like, nah, I'm good. The only real reason I wanted to do this was to be accepted, and uh, I kind of am. So, and like him going through and like just listing the quality traits of people, like very specific traits of some people, but just being like, I just want us all to be accepted for who we are so that we can all, you know, have fun together. I thought that was really neat. I liked it a lot too. Like bringing back the guy from the start who motivated it all was fun. Yes. It's kind of non-resolved, but in the way that Mashal jokes usually yes. are. So that's fine. I'll miss Mashal, but it was kind of showing its age, right? Like mm-hmm. it's... The last arc was not the peak of Mashal. No. So, like, I will miss it, but and I thought the ending was pretty good. Uh, like, some of the, like, and then we had a bunch of other adventures for stuff I would have liked to see, but it's always that way, right? Yeah. And wanting to see them is probably better than seeing them. Yeah. I also did love the lemon, like, popping out of the ceiling, being like, I've been, I've been living with you for several weeks now. That means we're married. <laughs> is that how that works? <laughs> yes. I've been hiding in the ceiling. This is very funny. That will take us on into Jump Card.
Jump Card is a segment where we rank everything in Shonen Jump, not just what we talk about every week. Only 19 chapters this week, Kevin. Yep. What do you have at number 19? I have Cyber Academy at 19. Of course you do. I have Mean Robocop at 19. Really? You didn't like this one? I thought it really... Like, so the Mean Robocop thing has been set up for a while. Yes. This, but like suddenly doing a serious chapter really felt out of nowhere to me. That's fair. There's like no joke. I don't even think there are attempts at jokes in it. I don't think so either. And like leaving it on a two-parter seemed really odd too. Like yeah. that cliffhanger. It just felt very off to me. That's fair. It actually ended up going quite a bit higher because I liked it more than the rest of the stuff at the bottom. That's fair. What do you have at 18? That's where I have new ways. This just kind of felt like, you know, hey, let's showcase how powerful Nui is. Like, I, I already knew this. I... Yeah, I have it slightly harder, higher, mostly for not liking other stuff. I did find it really interesting, that, like, bit of exposition about familiars and how, like, that bit of the magic system works in here. Mm -hmm. Like, that's, like, the hardest bit of information we've gotten in new ways so far, I feel yep. like. And so that felt, like, very peculiar to me. I'm not sure if I think that was good or bad. Mm -hmm. It just really stood out. I have Cypher Academy at 18. Okay. What do you have at 17? I've Kill Blue at 17. It just kind of felt very cliched and, like, I'm just not enjoying kill blue that much so it was like oh yeah all right cool the next guy is a unicorn like i felt like you insulted my like i don't care if you insult me but if you insult my friends i'll kill you didn't like i it, thought it was fine I, it would yeah I it just, went above again a bunch of other stuff i thought was bad still still in the bottom mm. quarter like we were talking about for me as well 17 is actually where i have fabricant 100 okay there were bits of fabricant 100 i liked but like, it just really, that's the thing where, like, it felt like all the twists didn't really land to me, mm -hmm. even though I knew what they were going for. Yeah. It's my number 16, so I, I completely agree with you. You know, just some of the, like, oh, is it the real one? Well, of, of course it is. And then. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, the only way the story can go, right? Yeah. But then, like, it, it's kind of weird because you would expect that the brother would attack the real one and the kid would, like, fall for the fake one. That's, like, the more obvious thing to happen. Yeah. And so, like, the way they twist it, I don't know. It just didn't work, like I said. And then, of course, the the sister is the one who rushes into the room first, even though it's like, shouldn't 100 have been the one to rush into the I'm so confused. Like, at the end where it's like, the whole point was the reason the brother didn't hesitate was because he wasn't going to hesitate anyway. But, of course, he was still totally fine because he had to be. Like, it, it would have been honestly funnier if he had still managed to land an attack rather than like, oh, I got stabbed anyway. Like, oh, well, that's kind of lame. Yeah, if they had stabbed each other. Yeah, if they had stabbed each other, and then just because she was a fabricant, she could like heal. Yeah, like oops, you missed my core, yeah. kind of thing. Because he does, like he wouldn't specifically know where it is. Yep. And we've established that they can survive that kind of shit. So that would have been interesting, as opposed to just like, man, you didn't hesitate at all. Well, it clearly didn't matter. Yeah. Uh sixteen is where I put new ice. Okay. What do you have at fifteen? Fifteen is where I have ice head gill. Uh, just eh. 15 is where I put Kill Blue. Okay. So, like I said, I thought it worked a little better than the other stuff, but didn't think fair. it was good. What do you have at 14? 14 is where I put me and Robico. Uh, and that's where I have I said Gil. Okay. So, we have all the same stuff in our bottom five. Yep. And I think there's a huge jump between that and what I have at number 13, personally. Yes. What do you have at 13? 13 is actually where I put Jujutsu Kaisen. Okay. Um, like I said, it just it was more... I think I enjoyed the fight more than you. I mean, very you, prob frankly. you probably did. Uh, I don't I, have it that high, though. Yeah, I, I was just... All right, cool. Here's more. I'm going to call it techno babble, even though it's sorcery babble. I was like, uh huh, yeah, all right, cool. I This would make more sense if I understood 
the techno like I know you're not supposed to understand the techno babble, but it needs to make some kind of sense, especially when you're focusing on it so heavily for so long. And this just kind of feels like you're just throwing words at me to like make time go by. Yeah. Like you could have shown a picture of a cat for 20 pages and accomplished the same thing. <laughs> not really, but I know what you mean. That's how it, that's kind of how I feel about a Kanabadashi, but I thought a Kanabadashi was definitely better than that. A mm. uh, 13s where I have do or try. Okay. I like the thing with this guy who knew his dad and yeah. like once like dad based vengeance, but all of the other stuff really doesn't do it for me. Okay. Like I said though, I think a big jump from mm-hmm. what's below mm-hmm. it to that. Uh, though. Same thing for me. What do you have at 12? 12 is where I put Ichinose family. Same. This is an interesting twist, but that, that's every chapter that, yeah. of Ichinose family of oh, <laughs> oh, that's kind of cool. But like, it seems like they almost aren't flowing together anymore, which is they have I, it they, for a while, yeah. which I think is semi-intentional, but that yes. doesn't necessarily make it good. Yeah, just like if you're going for a weird disjointed story, it's going to have to come together well, or it's going to just be okay. So like your plan, you like you came up with an idea that. I can just throw a bunch of one shots together that like are loosely based on one another and then it's all fine. But if they don't go to anything at the end, we'll just be like, Oh, well, that was kind of lame. Like, which, which is what I expect, but yes. like I'm here for it as long as it can keep going. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't bad. Like it, it was an interesting twist. I'll give it that. What do you have at 11? 11 is where I put do retry. I just, I guess I liked it a little bit better than you. I still like that. The bone breaking thing a little bit more. And I think it is kind of interesting that the, uh, like you said, the guy being like, oh, yeah, I was trained by your dad. I'm the heir to his legacy, not you. Yeah. I got it. Witch Watch at 11. Okay. I, I liked the stuff with Kengo. I yes. liked him like trying to transform, not being able to, but still having tricks. Mm-hmm. That was all pretty fun. Yeah. It was my number 10. I liked it as well. 10's where I put Jujutsu Kaisen. Okay. So. What do you have at number nine? A nine is where I put Mission Yuzakura. Same. Um, I thought it was fine. Yeah, it was fine. It was good. Cute. Cute moments. What do you have at eight? Eight is where I put the elusive samurai. I think it's hurt by the poop joke, but like I said, I I liked it in spite of that, as opposed to, and it, you know, it's just the not particularly liking the some of the style of humor. But like, I do think it's funny that they were like, yeah, they hadn't figured out f- like fertilizer yet, so all of a sudden it's like, oh, 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 and so like you know, poop is now gold. <laughs> I got a kind of bonishy at eight. Like I said, just felt like a beat. I I enjoyed it, but. Really okay. nothing happening this chapter. What do you have at seven? That's where I put Undead and Unluck. It's got some good stuff, so I liked it. Uh, seven's where I have Elusive Samurai. Okay. What do you have at six? Six is where I put Mashal. It, like, it, was a, it was a fairly good ending. I really It felt like a Mashal ending of him just, you know, not showing up to the becoming the Divine Visionary and being like, nah, I'm good. Lance has got it. Like, all I wanted, all I wanted was to make friends with everybody. Or I wanted people to accept me, and now they do, so I'm good. Six is where I have Undead and Luck. Okay. What do you have at number five? Five is where I put a Kanabanashi. I guess I just liked a couple more of the little things. E- even though this is a beat, like I said, the master showing up, the commentary from their other rival that just isn't here at the moment was all pretty good. Uh, five is where I have Sakimoto days. Okay. I thought it was pretty good, not great. Mm-hmm. What do you have at four? Four is where I put Marshall Master Asami. It's got some cool stuff. That twist at the end is very intriguing of like, oh, how is this going to play out? So I'm interested to see where this goes. Four is where I got Mashal. Okay. What do you have at number three? Three is where I put Sakamoto Days. I just really like the fight scene between them, so I thought it was neat. Three is where I put Tenmaku Cinema. Okay. I I like it. I assume you are going to have more to say about it mm-hmm. in a second. What do you have at number two? It's Tenmaku Cinema. I really liked the bit 
with him being like, you know why I cast you in this role? It was because I can memorize the lines, right? No, because your base personality kind of fits what this guy is going to do. So even though you're not an actor, you can still act because I don't need you to be someone you're not. I need you to be who you are. As weird as that sounds. Yep. I liked it a lot too. Mm -hmm. But at number two, I have Marshall Master Awesome. Like I said, the brother showing up at the end really Mm -hmm. threw it over the top for me. Uh, but Blue Box is number one this week because it's yep. the birth of Pervy Chie. Yes. Uh, that was so good. Just head in the heads. Uh, and then her being like, more food. <laughs> it was great. Anything else you want to say about Shonen Jump this week, Kevin? Nope. I'll agree with you. It was a pretty good one. We should pick new chapters to read next week. Sure. Assuming that there isn't a new series. I don't think there's going to be. I don't think so either. But that's fair. But if there is, we'll, we'll write out however many new ones they're going to throw in. Mm-hmm. But I think it'll just be Marshall Master and Kill Blue. Kill Blue and Ice Hud Gill. All right, then. That'll do it for Shining Jump this week. We read One Punch Man Volume 3, and we will be back to talk about that after the break. You're the One Punch Man guy, Kevin. Yes. I I do like this volume for the most part. Yes. I'd feel like it would be low value if I bought a physical copy of this volume because of that chapter that's all splash pages, which yeah. in a webcomic format is amazing. Yes. And I really like the effect it has, but that's a ton of pages taken up for what is effectively one gag. Yes. Of Genos' super Kamehameha blast that destroys the world, but Saitama is fine. Yeah. I really like that sequence. That's actually one of the sequences in the anime that's super sweet, is that fight between... the. That's like the first time you see Genos getting serious in the series. And uh, I again, I just love the... Even in this, the him firing the beam and Saitama's just sitting there. And it, it looks like he's just casually moving out of the way as it's coming at him. And again, I'm a big fan of that splash page of after he dodges the first kick, that death punch the, the, that's the coming. giant fist behind him. Yeah. And Saitama stops it short and the, like, the word death on it. Yeah, the word death on it. And then him just being like, all right, cool. Let's go get some Udon. And Jonas being like, I don't know how I could do that. And like turning around and seeing like a mountain destroyed behind him. Yeah. So there's some good stuff there. Not into the Sea King arc because I'd sort of forgotten where we were, honestly. In the volumes. I feel like the next thing that happens is the Sea King arc, but that just might be my memory of One Punch Man because I'm not as much a One Punch Man guy. I don't think so. I think there's a little bit before Sea King, if I remember correctly, because this one we have Saitama. So it starts off with Saitama taking the hero test, and I think there's a little bit more hero association stuff before the Sea King thing happens. I know what happened because I think it happens... I don't remember if Seeking is the thing that puts Saitama on the radar or if it's he does something else and then Seeking is what helps him get into B. I don't remember. I thought it was that, but I could be wrong. I wanted to ask you a question, Kevin, since mm-hmm. I'm not a One Punch Man guy. Is there ever an explanation for like superpowers in this universe? I don't need one. I'm just curious if there is one. And the way that in My Hero Academia, there's I don't, the quirk factor. I don't think so. Like, like, are they common? Because I know, like, Tatsumaki definitely has them, but like, Genesis is just a cyborg, and it seems like most of the guys we're seeing, could, on, like, you could explain it with training. 
honestly, most of the guys don't have superpowers. Yeah, I, but there are I, there are. I realized reading this just enough characters that do that. I wondered, like, because like Watchdog Man appears to be a dog so, man, although that might be a costume. I'm assuming it's a costume. We know, uh, so like that that picture of Watchdog Man on the mountain of corpses. That's about all we know about Watchdog Man. <laughs> even I kind of figured. At least I am a I am a manga only reader. I am not a webcomic reader, so yeah. I I barely know you know fuck all. But I think there's just like there's just special individuals like they're psychics. It's and like espers. a DC Comics thing of like each character who has superpowers has their own explanation for how they got them. Generally, okay, um, I'm I'm fine with that. I was yeah. just curious because. When you have a hero associations and like all the structure that's in this, there's usually also a source for superpowers. So that just struck me as curious, especially in contrast with my hero academia, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I'm even thinking of like in the S ranks, Genos is a cyborg. Yeah. Metal Bat is just a dude, essentially. But Zombie Man is fucking immortal. Like, he can just regenerate from anything. And then you have Tatsumaki, who's this incredible esper. But then you have Kid Emperor, who is just a really smart kid. And obviously Saitama, whose powers are purposely mysterious. But yeah, there's there's something. But there's just enough superpowers in there for me to wonder. Yeah. Well, honestly, it's something that happened super late. And I don't think it's been explained in the the manga yet but i keep hearing webcomic readers talk about saitama has essentially broken his limit yeah it makes sense so he like he doesn't technically have superpowers in the fact that he like all he is is just ridiculously fucking strong in the fact that he like broke his limit on his abilities like he doesn't have telekinesis or anything yeah, well, I mean, that, that's like being like, Captain America doesn't have superpowers. He's just the human limit of everything sort of thing. And Saitama yeah. is just like that, but Dragon Ball. Th- that, but Dragon Ball. But that that's exactly that. But, un- you know, even unlike Dragon Ball, he can't like shoot key blasts or yeah. anything like that. So I think they're going to start talking about it soon. Yeah, I, I it, think it's fine the if there's not one. I was just curious. Yeah, there, there isn't one to my knowledge. From a world building perspective, if that was something they needed to it's, they felt they needed to address. It feels like they keep just like sprinkling in little bits of world building, which is kind of neat when it's like, oh, and there's aliens. Like they don't ex- really explain monsters all that well. No. Well, until the Monster Association arc, then they start kind of explaining them a bit better and like why some of this stuff has been happening. It's like, oh, there's been like this mastermind that's been like doing shit behind the sidelines. Yeah, it's just compared to especially My Hero Academia, there's obviously Western superhero influence in One Punch Man, mm-hmm. but there's way more Ultraman and common writer and super sentai in it and those are series where typically the villain whatever that is is one dude Mm -hmm. right who or one organization that all stems from the same place and usually the characters have powers from similarly one spot either the same one or yeah yeah. something opposed to them so i was curious about that yeah i got you i don't know that i have much more to say about this uh volume of one punch man to be honest with you kevin it's fine it's it the thing is, we're only on volume three, but it's still just kind of a joke, right? Yeah, and we it's get still that, mostly a joke. We get that incredible chapter that's all splash pages, like I said, but that's all in service of the joke. Yes. And we're, at the end, we're starting with some intrigue with the Hero Association, right? Mm-hmm. And like these monsters. But even then, it's basically still the joke of Saitama off screen takes out this monster that beat up a whole bunch of them and yep. doesn't get any credit for it. Yep. Yeah. So we, we kind of, this is still in the spot where. It's still kind of just that joke over and over again. Like you said, they're sprinkling more in. And I think the the pacing in it is interesting in that, you know, like you said, we're in volume three 
and only now are we starting to get more stuff about the hero association. Like I like the little bits about class C's have a weekly quota and it's like they mostly deal with like purse snatchers and like, you know, maybe even armed robbery, stuff like that. Not, you know, cause, uh, say Tom was like, well, I've been watching the news and there's nothing on there. Like the news only reports on disaster level threats. Cause that's how, that's what he had been doing before because it's like, anything else would was i mean everything was completely beneath him but everything else was absolutely completely beneath him i do still like you know obviously there's the whole genos fight which has some amazing panels but i also like the panel where saitama bites sonic's sword in half that is pretty good but that's mostly for again for the joke for, for sonic joke. being like i didn't see what happened but like for us the readers there's a clear panel of saitama just biting this sword and Sonic's like oh that was weird I swung my sword and somehow he broke it. <laughs> I swung my sword at his face and now it, now it's all missing. <laughs> what the fuck happened? I did also notice just a small change in the anime. Like, I mean, there were several, but uh, during that Sonic fight at one point when he's throwing the shuriken to try and like, hey, Saitama, you're a hero now. If, uh, if I start causing destruction, you'll fight me, right? Which is another like great gag of like, I need a bad guy to fight. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a car that's being flipped on a kid. And in the anime, Saitama shows up in front of him, uh, bl- like blocks it with his forearm, and the car like crumples around him. In this, he like pushes a tree, he like bends a tree over to catch the car, which was just a small, interesting change that I was like, I don't know which one I like better. The first the- one is way more a trailer shot, right? Yes, absolutely. The second one fits it's, more, it's more of a gag. The joke, which fits more in with the Saitama can do silly shit like. Uh, you know, in some of the martial arts things, he's like, he accidentally hip checks one of the guys out of the ring because he was like, he's just trying to do a spin move and doesn't really know what he's doing. Anything else you want to say on One Punch Man, Kevin? Nope. All right. Anyone we want to add to personality power level? Somehow we have Genos, Saitama, and Speed of Sound Sonic all on here already. I was also very confused because I we was We must like, have made a choice at some point, but it's such a un-us choice. Yeah, I was I was like, how did we get three of them on here? Yeah, I don't think there are any characters introduced yet that no. make sense to add on top of them. Mm-mm. All right, so yeah, like I said, next week we are going to pick new manga to read, probably, mm-hmm. and talk about every week, as well as read volume five, I looked it up, of Yu-Gi-Oh. Yes, mm-hmm. volume five of Yu-Gi-Oh, where presumably Exodia is going to show up. Yes. Until then, our opening theme is Fighting Against One's Will by Midair Machine. Our closing theme is A Psychic Fistfight by Tom W. Emerit. Other music on the show is by Spectacular Sound Productions, and our album art is by Kate Wind on DeviantArt. www.lastpodcast.com is our website, where you can check out my other podcasts, It's a Gundam, and last time on video games. It's a Gundam has just started a brand new series in Gundam Reconquista NG. That's a series where things happen. Mm -hmm. There are pirates. (laughs) Allegedly, there are pirates. (laughs) Yeah. Anything you want to plug, Kevin? Nope. Have a great week, everybody. Stop.